Hello, everyone, and Hi. welcome back to the Team G podcast. I'm Maria. And I'm Anthony, and we are here to talk about purity. The controversial aspect of dun, dun, purity. Dun. Purity is such a controversial thing, especially nowadays when there's so much um, compromising. Yes, compromising. And there's so much like in worldly terms, it's just like a lot of just like liberal ideas Mm -hmm. and standards. And it's just like what really defines morality, what's right, what's wrong, according to who, according to what beliefs, according to what standards. And so it's very controversial because there's so many people that have so many different opinions. And um, so we want to be able to be sensitive to that. Um, but at the same time, this is just us having a conversation. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be talking about, we're not trying to push any kind of political agenda or, you know, religious agenda or anything yeah. of that nature. But we're just going to be talking about this aspect of purity. One of the things that makes it so controversial is uh, when people talk about purity, they talk about it in a sexual nature. Right. And that's the sensitive part because you're talking about pe- people's personal sexual preferences. Um, which can also kind of melt or deviate into gender preferences and gender identity preferences. And we in 2021, like everything's all over the place and anybody can really be anything they want. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's like, if you want to be a penguin, people like, I'm a penguin. Like I can be a penguin. Yeah. I know that it may sound, we're not trying to make fun of everything. There's people out there that like, I want to be considered and referred to as what I feel on the inside. Yes. And apart from gender, just even, um, I remember when the, when the movie matrix first came out, there was a cult. Hmm. There was a cult that actually derived itself from the theology in matrix. Wow. From a sci-fi movie. Wow. They're like, the Matrix is real. We're all asleep right now. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we're all asleep. What is happening? And we're all caught in the Matrix. Oh, no. I'm telling you. This is sad. And they were so excited when somebody made a movie out of their beliefs. Yeah. And then, you know, so on and so forth. There's so many different religions, so many different beliefs. But we're not here to talk about all that stuff. We're just right. saying we're talking about purity. We're talking about purity and we're having a discussion as it as a husband and wife in a biblical Jesus centered marriage. Right. Okay. So just keeping that in in the forefront of your mind. That's right. And we ain't professionals. We're not professionals. We're not therapists. We're not therapists. We are not counselors. So <laughs> no. we are just two human beings that love each other and, and love wanna Jesus. have and love Jesus and wanna just have this conversation. Yeah. And you know what what we think yeah just how we feel like yeah you know in our position so um we do hope and pray that you do enjoy the conversation yeah 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 yeah. um and by all means we open this up like there's this is a no this is a judge-free zone that's right um so don't judge us right (laughs) we ain't judging y'all yeah (laughs) whatever the case may be but it's a judge-free zone but by all means if there's something you would like to add to the conversation um we do want to encourage you real quick plug to follow us on social media instagram Mm -hmm. and facebook you know team gomez podcast um you'll see us there and just follow us and let's start a conversation about whatever uh if you have any questions you would like for us to even address in a podcast let us know i'm just saying ahead of time so um let's talk about purity officially let's 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 get this conversation started let's talk about (laughs) 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 p-u-r-i-t-y 
<laughs> I don't even. Is there a song? No, that's Unity. I'm thinking Unity, about Unity. Unity, yeah. But I, you know, P U R I T Y. I hope I spelled that right. Please don't. It is. Don't come for me. P U R I T Y. Because <laughs> I don't know how to spell. Um, no. Thinking about the aspect of sexual purity in our case. I think one thing that makes our story unique is the fact that we both we saved our first kiss for marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I was your first kiss ever, mm-hmm. and she was uh, as far as I kissed before, but my wife was my first kiss to her. Like I didn't kiss her before our wedding day, um, but I did kiss before yeah. I got with her. That was. My bad. <laughs> Story for a different no, podcast. We just said no one's judging. <laughs> Story for a different podcast. Yeah. And we talk about this like all the time, especially to singles and people who are people who are single right, or right. they may think about wanting to do the same thing with their fiance or whatever the case may be. Um, what made you, my love, what made you want to wait till your wedding day for your first kiss? Um Well, I mean it goes back to my past, you know. Uh, I just, I, I mean, I didn't know my worth back then. I think as, you know, as I got older and I surrounded by people who had values, mm-hmm. I, I was just more of like, nah, you know. And this is just talking, you know, in a, in a godly aspect. Like once I gave my life to the Lord. The Lord was showing me like I'm a gift, you mm. know, and I want to present myself to whoever my husband is. Like, look, that would be I'm, me. I'm <laughs> I I waited for you. Um, know that um, I waited you for my body um, and my lips, you know. And <laughs> I I just felt like a kiss was just it's a, a very intimate thing for me. I mean, everybody else is different, but I just felt for me. It just looked a little too intimate. And I'm like, and I don't trust myself. I'm going to keep it 100. I do not trust myself. (laughs) I'm a very passionate person. Yeah. And if I kiss, then I fall. (laughs) And I may not get back up. Um, So I just decided for myself that, nah, I ain't even going to kiss because I don't trust myself. Right. Let's use then for for those who are new to the concept of falling, we're going to use the terminology get pregnant. Okay. <laughs> yes, I would get pregnant multiple times if I would have kissed. Um, so I said no. Yeah. I said I'm not even gonna touch that. I'm not gonna look at that. I'm gonna walk away. And, walk away. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of like in the same boat. At a young age, I decided that I was going to save my first kiss for marriage. It didn't happen the way I wanted it to, but um, as a teenager, I kind of had that in my mind. Uh, like I personally felt like a kiss had high value yeah. and a kiss just made a relationship official. Right. And because I was at a young age in my teenage years, I was like, I flirted a lot. I, I was a very big flirt in high school, but mm. I didn't kiss anybody. And there was one girl that tried to kiss me and mm-hmm. she, I treated her life, but sorry, I did treat her life very disrespectfully. But hey, she grabbed my face and started pulling me towards her. And so I just put grabbed by my hand. Oof. I raised my hand in between our faces till her nose was in the palm of my hand. 
and then I just slightly pushed her old face away from mine. You see, this is to show that (laughs) it's just not the men that are aggressive. Yeah. We women can be aggressive as well. Yes. This particular young lady was aggressive. Yes. She sounds aggressive. Yes. But, I mean, we were talking. We were just talking mm-hmm. uh, for, like, a week or whatever the case, MVP, and she just wanted to start kissing right away. And I mm-hmm. wasn't ready for that. I was barely ready to hold a hand or anything like that. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we went out with some friends, uh, like, double date kind of mm-hmm. thing. And the other couple that we were with, they were just talking, too, on a flirtatious tip, and they were making out the majority of the evening. And But we didn't. You know, we barely held hands, if that. Um just because i wasn't ready for that and but uh again so at the end of the night they were dropping me off at home and uh she walks me to the door and yeah she decided like i ain't gonna go this whole night and i'm over here with these people they all kissing i ain't gonna gonna get a kiss so (laughs) and we were like 17 or 18 at the time um so yeah she tried to she grabbed my face and pulled pulled me towards her and i pushed her face away and i was like no and she was like what i said no and she was like why and i said just no Mm. like because i knew in my mind like i'm inter like i'm you're entertaining i'm entertaining yeah 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 but you're not the one right you you are not i'd already know you're not the one yeah i was just like testing the waters to see if you could Mm -hmm. be the one Mm -hmm. but you acting like this tells me for sure you ain't the one yeah um because I really wanted to save myself for one person. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. But, it's um, okay. But at the end of it all, um, the, when I did give away my first kiss, it was during a season in my life where I was what you would consider, like, backslidden or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I was just I, I was just being rebellious mm-hmm. um, towards my body and rebellious towards God and... Um, at the end of that season i completely repented and i just pick up where i left off i'm like i'm not gonna kiss again ever until my wedding day like a couple of like a year or two later i met maria and then a year and a half or two years later finally got to kiss my wife right and it was amazing yes it was (laughs) so much better so much better than the first kiss i gave away Mm. um so worth it so worth it (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah, kind of. Like, so that's my story about like purity. Mm. Um, it's something that I had a high value for at a young age, yeah. and um, as long as I was passionate about God, I maintained that to an extent. Like I don't have any regrets about it. I don't have any regrets about it. Right, it's funny right. because you talk to people who like don't have boundaries in right, that area right and or don't think about purity mm-hmm. the same way or hold it at the same value and so they you know kiss at an early age and start dating and trying to get into serious relationships at an early right, age or right. start having sex at an early age mm-hmm. and then something always happens like somebody gets somebody catches something yeah. or gets pregnant early or or when i say early just unexpectedly at a young right, age right and all these other things start happening or you know you lose your virginity and it's great and whatever the case may be but then you get your heart broken and now you have to move on with your life with this broken heart from this guy who gave you a lifelong deal of insecurities you know and so it's just like for for the majority of people that i've met that have 
that did not wait, that went ahead and just acted on their impulses, mm-hmm. they have regrets. Yeah, I think, and I just want to share this, like, for some people may not feel conviction for kissing. Right. You know, this is just for us. I, I just felt like it was, kissing is a bit too intimate for me. But for some people, I mean, kissing is just a kiss, you know, but it's when you start, you know, going in that's when it i mean because you don't just kiss somebody and be like good night <laughs> you know it's like we kissing and it's like mm-hmm. oops i did it again <laughs> you know it's you you kind of question like how how did i end up here yeah you know so um i think it's just knowing like if you don't have boundaries i mean you should ask yourself like like and honestly ask yourself like what are things that i may struggle with or what are things that may you know hit that button of like wow this passion button yeah you know because i i feel like we're too we get so like i i'm fine but it's like no we're not fine you gotta really ask yourself these really questions that you don't even think like man you know Am I okay with him putting his hand on my lap or am mm-hmm. I okay with him stroking my hair? You mm-hmm. know, um, these are questions you got to ask yourself because in terms of like, like knowing what boundaries. To yes. Set. Knowing what boundaries, because you shouldn't be trusting yourself. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we tell ourselves we stronger. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm strong. But then at the moment, no. Nah. For yeah. anybody who's listening to this, who's a Bible believer. Just know that the Bible does talk about like put no faith in your flesh. Uh, <laughs> Do not trust. Yes, it. yes. It will mess you up. Um, <laughs> it's good. Okay, so before I we get off the sec- topic of uh, sexual purity, mm-hmm. let's. I, we brought up boundaries, and I just feel like that's so important, like to talk about for people mm-hmm. who boundaries may be like a foreign language yeah like what exactly is a boundary how do i set up a boundary what should be my boundaries and i think for the people that we've talked to like couples and other like women who are getting into relationships you know they always ask us what morning they ask you like <laughs> what like, are boundaries? like i want to i want to save my kids or i want to yeah, save this yeah. like what how can i how can i accomplish that and we always talk about boundaries. setting boundaries yeah yeah no I think just as I was saying, like, you got to ask yourself hard questions. Yeah. You know, I think it's like what turns like everybody's a little different. But think about that particular person that you're very attracted to that you don't want to fall with. But what is it that turns you on about that person? Right. At that point of being turned on. And that's where you set the boundary. That's right. Like I can hold your hand. But if I'm holding your hand like caressing. Yes. And it's and it's just ringing a bell. Then that's how you know. Okay, you can't do that. You know, it makes me think of when we were dating Mm -hmm. and there was this one day we were watching a movie at your grandma's house. Yeah. And you put. You were rubbing all my feet were on the sofa and you were rubbing my feet. I said, yeah, because your feet were right there. I was like, yeah, hey, let me let me rub her feet. And I said, you get your hands off my feet. <laughs> um, and I didn't see nothing wrong with it. That wasn't yeah, a boundary for yeah, me. Yeah, that was a definitely boundary for me because I felt arousal. And it's the moment where you feel arousal. Mm-hmm. Like you have to tell yourself, don't touch my hair. Because <laughs> it makes me feel some type of way. Right, we gonna, listen, I mean, we're going to do this PG-13 
like you you use the word palpitate yeah (laughs) it's just okay yes but the moment you feel that you gotta tell yourself like hey hey buddy (laughs) don't don't do that (laughs) and i mean he may be like it's not a big deal and you got to check him like, hey, it's it is a big, a big deal, deal to, me. to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you can't respect that, then bye, scrub. No, right. just joking. But <laughs> I mean, I think we had some pretty good boundaries. And I think we were good with communicating boundaries. Yes. So I think that should be also a good point. Anybody who's listening who, um, you know, has never heard of this concept, like communicate boundaries. Once yes. you have boundaries and set and you're like, okay, I know what arouses me. I know what turns me on and so i gotta be able to set a boundary in here so it's good that you set a, yourself a mental bound, boundary. boundary and stuff yes. but at the same time communicate that boundary to your partner as well yes yes or like, your look, friend yeah and because if he is your friend and he he respects you in that way if you could be you could be honest with him and be like look i know we friends and we're getting to know each other but you can't you can't put your hand in my lap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it it tickles like, me. Don't it, touch my thigh. Yes, like don't don't, don't no those yeah. no legs. I was I would say like keep it like below the knee, but sometimes below the knees. Right. Don't you get that touch and if it's just soft enough. Yes, yes. Yes. And I think if if um either man or woman, because I mean girls are aggressive too, so I mean I mean, I, if you have respect for yourself enough and that confidence, and if that person is willing to be like, okay, man, I'm sorry, respect you in that way, mm-hmm. you know, then that shows like, oh, wow, you know, there's potential there. But if he's not going to respect it and make a joke about it yeah. and still do it, then that's when you got to make the decision. Like, I'm not going to waste my time on you. You don't yeah. even... You don't respect my boundary. Come so on. how you gonna respect me when we make it official? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you could you can see if it um having a partner mm-hmm. respect your boundaries showing it shows that they respect you. That's right. And if they're not willing to respect your boundaries early, that means later on that that means that they're pushing their selfish agenda That's right. on you. That's they're, right. They're pushing a selfish their Motive. own desires. Yeah on you mm-hmm. and almost kind of putting that pressure on you right. like regardless if you said okay don't touch my leg and they touch your leg anyway because they know that's a sweet spot for you and right. they're gonna they're deliberately and intentionally trying to get something from you at this moment it lets you know like wait a second this is disrespectful like you You're are not, crossing the line right. i told you not to cross that's right which means you can set that up for lifestyle they're going to continually if you ever set a line and they feel like it's not justified they will cross it right and you don't want that you want somebody that's going to be understanding okay. um and there's grace there's grace i, I want to talk about um like if you didn't know boundaries and you did things that you know you shouldn't be doing there's always grace because I mean you can always make the decision like look from today on who anybody wants to talk to me you know I could let them know like my boundaries yeah this is where I stand mm-hmm. and if you ain't with it buy counterfeit <laughs> you ain't the one you ain't no. the one but even that I feel like even those who do respect your boundaries they may not be the one but they just may be respectful yeah but um i just want to encourage those who are listening and who are like yeah dang man i messed up 
there's no chance for me. No. Nah. Because it's not how you start. It's how you finish the race. It's right. not how you start the race. It's how you finish it. Right. So if if y'all haven't set that boundary yet, I mean, it's a perfect opportunity to yeah. really, you know, sit yourself down and ask yourself, like, man, what are my boundaries? What are things that... What are we can set up? Yes. You said something that just really triggered something in me and the, the whole point of setting boundaries and staying pure during a season of just dating mm-hmm. or or courtship or whatever yeah. you want to call it the reason why is because you don't want to start or coming into a relationship that's that's purely based on physical pleasure because that is not how you build a relationship no it's not you do not build a relationship based on attraction attraction is great attraction is needed it is so faulty and it is such a small part of what a relationship needs to be built upon. Um, for those of you who are might be listening to this and don't know who Maria's parents are, it is uh, CD and Melody Fabian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maria's parents actually go from school to school and church to church and they do marriage well, used conferences to. used to um we used to yeah i'm not too sure if they'll ever pick it back up i mean but they do like purity talks and they do purity talks yeah. and they go to high well your mom would go to high schools and talk about not just purity but about healthy relationships mm-hmm. and how to build a healthy relationship so i just want to do a quick plug not because not just because they're my in-laws but because they actually talk really well about this topic um, you know, check out cdandmelody.com and uh, look at some of their material and look at what they did. And they have yeah, videos posted. Look at their story, like they, read their story. Yeah, because yeah. they also saved their first kiss for marriage as well. Um, again, so that I mean, not just because they're in my in-laws, but because this particular topic they talk in depth about and they have a lot of experience mm-hmm. in teaching on this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I do want to give a quick plug and we'll probably tag them in our social media posts so they can un- they can know that we're mentioning them here and the on the site because again the for the if you have a lot of questions and by all means you can comment and leave comments and and direct messages and that's perfectly fine but um also hitting them up and sending them messages as well in regards to these topics you know just get to get some answers yeah get get some answers to your questions um so with that being said i like um to go a little bit deeper now let's talk about the aspect of purity that is freedom from adulteration and contamination, which is one of the definitions of purity in Google. <laughs> um, freedom from adulteration or contamination. Now, adulteration is the action of making something poorer in quality by the addition of another substance. Hmm. Like I'll give like I'll give an example. Like a piece of kale is very healthy. Kale is very healthy for you. But if you wrap it up in bacon, it defeats the purpose. Like you just brought, yeah, <laughs> you just really brought down the health qualities of that kale mm-hmm. with one of the most unhealthiest things you can eat. I'm not saying it's a sin to eat pork. I'm just saying it's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like that's based on the facts. Um, like that's a, that's an example. So, and purity goes so much far beyond just sexual things. Right. So purity goes on in the heart and in the mind. And again, not just sexual in nature. 
this is just like in regards to anything. I'll give you a great example. A lot of people walk around bitter. Why are they walking around bitter? You know, because the, something was added to this person's heart. That's right. To bring it, to bring it poor in quality. And so usually bitterness is a result of unforgiveness. It's a, it's a result of holding on to an offense. Mm-hmm. So that offense and that unforgiveness that you hold on to brings down the quality of your heart and we become better people. So okay. now it brings a whole different aspect of purity. It's like, do you know that if you're holding on to unforgiveness, that you are the not the purest form of person mm. that you were called to be right like you're called to be better than this and you were created to be better than that but holding on to unforgiveness brings down the quality of your personality your character because now like you look at everything from a lens of offense like That's right. everything is just you're super sensitive or super insecure about something and now it's like it, nothing ever really seems right mm-hmm. because you have this impurity about you right um another cons another aspect of this and this is a very touchy subject so please forgive me if um, I hit a fried trigger or hit a nerve with anybody. Um, and maybe you can speak in on this mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. and then just full transparency. But um, sexual abuse mm-hmm. or even physical abuse, verbal right. abuse right. from uh, from your parents or from a spouse um, or from like a past relationship. Yeah. If you were physically abused or sexually abused in any way as you grow up, and you hold on to those things mm-hmm. in later relationships mm-hmm. that matters right. because it affects you. Right. It affects how you see your person and in in, you're in the relationship with. If your dad was mad abusive to your mom, like if you're a woman, and this is me assuming, if you're a woman and your dad was mad abusive to your mom and that's how you saw relationships and when you get older that's the kind of man you're expecting because that's the way your daddy was mm. to your mom so that's what you're expecting and if a man doesn't add up to being a jerk uh it's almost like well you're not you're you like, ain't man enough you ain't yeah. man enough for me because yeah. you can't even stand up you can't even you can't even put me in my place because yeah. a real man yeah. will put yeah. me in my place Ooh. Would you like to speak on this, my love? And because I know it's going a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going way deeper than just the sexual part of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what what hit me is when you said um, unforgiveness. You know, when we when we hold oh, man, when we hold people to a place where we don't want to release them, man, it's. You can go through this really bad spiral of just, oh, just bitterness, offense, oh, just you looking mad ugly. I'm sorry. It makes me think <laughs> of when I first moved in with my parents, and um, you know my background very. I come from abuse. I come from, you know, um. 
just really abuse all over. Right. And, um, you know, and that trickles down to my birth parents, you know, they did things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. So I remember when, um, the Lord gave me my parents and, um, I remember the situation where I was just, I had no respect for my dad. I was like, whatever, you know? And I was always walking with these big, like these big hoodies, like these big sweaters. Mm -hmm. Like I, I was very shameful of my body, you know? And my dad used to always, you know, tell me like, man, why are you always walking with your head down? Mm -hmm. And I used to always be like, just leave me alone. Like, why do you even care? And I remember I was in my room and I would always like, I wasn't sitting in the dark, but it was just very dark in my room. I had shades low, like (laughs) the shades weren't open. So my dad would come in and open up shades and he's like, we need light in here. And I'm like, oh, just leave me alone. And I remember one day he came to the room and he's like, you know, Maria, I know you say you love me, but you have me, you have me at arm's length, you know, and I want to be in. And I was like, you're in, you're in. And he was like, no, I'm not. So he's like, this is what we're going to do. Right. We're going to do an exercise. And I used to be like, "Ugh, I don't want to do that. He was like, I want you to write on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Every man that hurt you or stole something from you. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh. Uh. that was like four pages of just, <laughs> you know, all the people that I can think of. And he goes, and we're going to play court. And he goes, and now because you're a Christian, you know, you have to forgive them, Maria. You have. And I was like, no, they don't deserve my forgiveness. You don't know what they did to me, like justifying it. Right. And he was like, do you deserve God's forgiveness for everything that you've done? And I remember crying like, it's not fair. Like, it's not fair. Yeah. But he goes, but this is the love of Christ, Maria. Come on. And he was like, and when you became a Christian, you asked the Lord to forgive you of all your sins. Yeah. And he goes, and I don't want you carrying that. Yeah. So he was naming them one by one. And he was like. He went like the paper, the list of people. Yes. He said each name one by one. And he was like, this person's in the stand and he's convicted of blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. And the judge finds him guilty. But but I, Maria, release and forgive him for what he's done. Ooh. We did that through each person, right? And I'm weeping and crying. And then when we were finished, mm-hmm. there was a grill. And he was like, we're going to burn these papers up. Mm-hmm. It is done. It is finished. You have forgiven. You've released. Yeah. You are free. There is no going back. Yeah. You know, don't go back to that vomit. Don't be pulling that up. You done forgive. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Oof. And I remember feeling like this weight lifted off, Mm -hmm. but I still was hurt because I'm like, man, God, that's not fair. Yeah. I don't feel justified, you know, but the Lord was like. I justified it when I sent my son. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I, I pictured, like, my heart was not pure. Mm. The way I viewed men, the way I looked at them, like, there was this lack of respect. 
Mm. You know, that I'm like, you're right. And that's why my dad was like, you know, I know you love me, but you got me at arm's length. Like, I got to be him, Maria. You got to trust me. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. Like, (laughs) but it's because men have hurt me so much in my past being in foster care that I'm like, nah. Like, why are you being so nice? You know, but it was the Lord was using him to be like his hands and feet, like Mm. his like in the physical. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, in, like impurities can and result in so many things. Yeah, or they can be so many things. It can be again like abuse, unforgiveness, things. Uh, again, these are things that are added to our heart mm-hmm. to just bring down the quality of it. Um, another aspect of uh, purity is a contamination. That um, it says that it's free of adulterations. And contaminations. Contamination is being made impure by polluting or poisoning something. Mm. And so we see this like I, I just in the um, for me in a sense of a sexual nature. Right. You know, almost every man can remember the first time they saw something pornographic. Right. You know, they can remember their first pornographic image i think it's um, everyone not just yeah well I, yeah just because men are, are visual right 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 so um and I, that's what i usually hear when you go to like men's conferences and stuff like that we we do and and this kind of topic is brought up you know i just hear that often and so that is a pollution or a poisoning mm-hmm. and so uh men will grow up just kind of always remembering that image and how that image made them feel and then just come to always trying to relive that feeling it becomes very addictive um and the same thing goes for like for women i think one aspect of this that we didn't touch on very much but i want to bring it up is like when women grow up getting advice from somebody that's been hurt or bitter yes and it's like don't like if it's one thing that you went through what you went through, mm-hmm. you know, and men hurt you as you grew up. And now you're at this place of unforgiveness and bitterness. Of course, now you're not at that place, but just. Yeah, 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 aspect, yeah. But if you know, I was, time, yes. And then think about, OK, let's let's say that never happened. Hmm. You never got delivered like that. That right, point right. of unforgiveness and going to court never and burning those names that were never dealt with. And you have a daughter and you have a daughter and you teach her don't trust men. Yep. Because they they would hurt me and they might hurt you the same way. Right. So don't trust them. And so even the young child who has a pure heart can be polluted and poisoned. What they listen, what they hear. What by by somebody else's unforgiveness or bitterness. Right. Right. And so just bringing this to a close, I would like to just say for everybody that's listening, God desires purity Mm -hmm. from everyone Mm -hmm. you know from everyone that calls him dad that calls him father the same way your dad took initiative to kind of like take you and deal with all of this with you yeah our heavenly father wants to do that with us every day yeah god's like 
there's something in your heart that's not pure. It shouldn't be there, whether it's sexual in nature or offense in nature or mm-hmm. hurting or hatred, all kinds of things. And it's like God's saying, like, that's impure. That's not of me. And I want to deal with it. So right now, I just want to provide that opportunity for whoever's listening after this podcast is done and it shuts off and we say our goodbyes. Take some time to just really quiet everything down and ask the Lord to search your heart. Yeah. Search your heart. Mm -hmm. Say, God, search my heart for anything that is not pleasing to you. Yeah, or is offensive. Or is offensive to mm-hmm. you. Search my heart for any unforgiveness, even from my childhood. Mm. Even traumatic things that I may have buried deep and have chosen not to remember. Yeah. Bring them to remembrance just so I can forgive and be made whole and mm-hmm. pure in this area. So we just pray that over you today. Yeah. Um, that if you know him... Allow him to search your heart and make you pure before him. And if you don't know him, that you would get to know him today. Again, if there's anything or any questions, or if you, you know, you said the prayer for the first time today and you end up giving your life to the Lord and allowing him to deal with your heart, I encourage you, please just send us a message, leave us a comment or something. Let us know so we can keep you in prayer. And if you have any other questions in regards to this topic, please feel free to let us know as well. So we just love you. We're praying for you. Um, Hit us up at any time. Um, And until then, (laughs) this is Anthony. And Maria. Team G Podcast. We love you guys. Have a blessed, incredible day. Yay. Bye.